I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Here it is, the groove that's slightly transformed, just a bit of a break from the norm, just a little something to break the monotony of all the hardcore dance that has gotten to be a little bit out of control. It's cool to dance, but what about a groove that soothes and smooths romance? Give me a soft little mix, and if it ain't broke, then don't try to fix it. Don't try to fix it. Hey, welcome to the Black Gout Test Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. Isn't it crazy that at one point in time, hip hop had to be dissuaded from dancing? Like, that was the problem, was the hardcore dancing. like, hey, hey, enough of that hardcore hip hop and dancing. What about the ladies? Now you're turning on Drake's representing everybody and, you know, Childish Gambino singing to him. Like, nobody's really encouraging people to get out there and dance unless it's like some ignorant like dance to make a dance type shit yeah uh and i think it's an age difference because you know back in the day for us when we the songs came on we didn't care what it was we just partied now a lot of times everybody stand around and look at each other i'm not mm-hmm. going and paying to go to the club stand around and look at you i can do that shit at the house for free yeah yeah this is completely different now j cole's one of the biggest stars in hip-hop and he just sits down for an hour and raps to you Yes, he do good, so it's hot, like a, and boring. It's a, it's a completely different uh, game these days. Uh, this is the Blackout Tips Podcast. You can find us a bunch of places. The easiest place, of course, go to the uh, go to the blackouttips.com. I mean, why wouldn't you do that first, right? I mean, that's the easiest way to go. Uh, while you're there, you can do a bunch of stuff, become a premium subscriber. You can uh, listen to, uh, you know, uh, some shows, leave comments, leave feedback, uh, a bunch of stuff. Uh leave votes in the polls like find the contact information in the about section Mm -hmm. just a ton of shit that y'all should be doing anyway but uh yeah do that shit uh you can also find us on itunes and stitcher leave us a five-star review and we will read it on the show regardless of content leave us less than five stars i don't even care what you have to say i'm Mm -hmm. not reading it and i never will respond to you nope um so if you really want to hurt my feelings Leave a five star review and tell me how terrible I am. Don't leave me a two star review because I can't. I can't even translate that. Oh no, we 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 don't read that language. Yeah, we fired our less than five star review translator uh, many many months ago. And oh yeah, oh yeah, we told him he had to beat it. Yeah, so we don't know what you're saying unless you speak in five stars. Oh, five stars only, please. Stitcher and iTunes. Mm-hmm. Um, what else was I gonna say? Um, the email address the blackoutists at gmail dot com. And uh the phone line for the the voicemail line is seven oh four five five seven zero one eight six. That's seven oh four five five seven zero one eight six. The uh official weapon of the show is The Taser. An unofficial sport. It's bullet ball. And bullet ball extreme. Ha 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 ha. And today's podcast is brought to you by a bunch of people who donated. So let's talk about those people first. Mm-hmm. Damian Jackson. I am for real. He donated. Never meant to make your daughter cry. Shirley Wong Esquire. Please say the Esquire. You she better. donated. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marlena A. She donated. Mm-hmm. Jeremy Richardson, one of the best dunk contest winners of all time. Uh, around the back reverse. Uh, I, I'll never forget when I saw it live. Uh, Keith R. He hit us with that one time over the current donation. Sorry. Thank you, sir. Conrad L., official first-time donator of the show. Mm-hmm. Every time <laughs> is the first time, sir. We thank you. Uh, Corey A., the, the tickler, he hit us with that recurring donation. Uh, we got a one-time donation from uh, Louis E. Jr., uh, the Birdman Jr. He says, uh, Happy New Year from Detroit, good people. 
Well, thank you. Thank Lewis. you. And be safe out there, baby. Mm-hmm. Mr. Span made it out. And I hope you do too. Yep. Be careful. Keep your head down and, uh, stay away from, you know, uh, places where there's no street lights and garbage pickup service and shit like that yeah that ain't the place to be yeah uh and i can't wait till robocop comes out man because i feel like ready for that that that's gonna put detroit back on the map um jeremy w writes in with a one-time donation thanks for getting me through my work week and the occasional road trip hey no problem man we love going on the road you jeremy yep and uh you know oh watch out be careful man somebody's in the left lane in your blind spot (laughs) don't don't turn yet we go right, on the road go. with a lot of people. We thank y'all for taking us on the road with you. Yeah, you can take that left now, but uh just right now. Hurry up. Okay, now you're good. Just drive straight. Slow down. Slow down. Go to speed limit because the cops out there. Yeah, some people listen to us on the road. Some people listen to us while they go to sleep. Like people listen to us all the time in different ways. It's it's crazy to get the feedback where it's like I went on a road trip or I was falling asleep and I was listening to y'all and I had a dream and shit like that, you know. Yeah, and to me, I, I guess I don't really pay attention to how much. I know we do a lot of content, but sometimes I don't really pay it close attention. But he's like, "Yeah, I was on a fourteen-hour trip. I was, I, I, and it's fun. I look like we got fourteen hours worth of shit. Well, damn." Yeah, what I want to do is, uh, I would love to tell like people in their dreams shit that they can do. Like, you know, you're not naked in front of the classroom. Ah, you can overcome this. Concentrate, you know you can that that girl that girl that likes you she is not uh gonna see you naked today all you have to do when you stand up to give your speech in front of class is imagine you have clothes on and then the speech will go fine that's that's all you need to do Uh, self-motivation yeah just just tell them that the cheese monster is after you but if you just hide under the bed it can't see you you're strong you're invisible under the bed no one can see you fine just go back to sleep you know shit like that (laughs) <laughs> or maybe we could do like instructions while they're sleeping walk like sleepwalking we'd be like now go to your checking account and write a check for the biggest amount to rod and karen <laughs> <laughs> you know <laughs> send it through paypal yes. just log on to the site mm-hmm. <laughs> oh it'll be like this you know you haven't left a five-star review go leave one now on itunes yeah. and stitcher leave it twice on stitcher where's your five-star review i need to see it immediately um but yeah you can do all that stuff uh we have a bunch of feedback to get to we have uh reviews we have uh uh itunes um other bullshit like five star reviews uh stitcher five star reviews comments uh voicemails what should we do first care let's do the five star reviews on itunes all right so uh go to itunes tell them how to leave a review please you can leave a review on iTunes by using any Apple device, opening up your iTunes and typing in the black guy who tips and we should pop up and up in the right. Well, I think it's left hand corner. It says leave a review. Leave us some stars and write us a review. I don't care if you leave uh, an emoticon. Just write us like work, type something in there. Um, and if you don't have an Apple device, go to iTunes.com, create an account and follow the same instructions as before. And we thank you in advance for all you people that have been listening for all these years that have not left us a five-star review, this <laughs> week is your week. New year, new you, new five stars. That's right. Make it your New Year's resolution to leave us a five-star review. We would greatly appreciate it, and uh, we'll read it on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, first review we got from last week on iTunes um, is from uh, – wait, what happened to my reviews? Okay, here we go. It is from um, – uh, 
El Elk Wamino. Elk Wamino. Rod is a creative genius. Five stars. Well, this one is already off to a promising start. He, he, he I is. love it. Uh, thank you so much. I don't even feel like I need to read this, but uh, I'm going to read it because it's so it's already so kind and accurate. Even <laughs> uh, as a creative genius, uh, let's see. By far the most consistently funny podcast I've ever heard. If you can handle political incorrectness and are looking for a good laugh, then this is the podcast for you. After a few episodes, Rod and Karen are like family. See that, Karen? Oh, we like family. Thank you. Let and us borrow a thousand dollars. We're good for it, man. We family, bro. Not that. Type we'll see of you at, at Christmas. Just give us the money. Mm-mm. What? okay that type of family no yeah i know um people start showing up for halloween and shit and coming to your house for no reason um son of tachaka says great show five stars this is easily the best podcast i've listened to easily karen the best that they have listened to thank you thank you so much son of tachaka and el Quamino. we appreciate that we also have five star reviews on stitcher so Let's read those. Let's do it, son. Raymond DJ, five stars, says, I love the structure of this show. This is great. First, the best thing about this show is the amount of content they give you weekly. Second, I love that they read articles most of the time. The show isn't just an hour of what did you do this weekend? They actually talk about relevant and current topics and their guests join in. It's great to have a show that can cover anything from everything from MTV, I mean, from music to TV to even swords. Well, we don't cover swords. <laughs> we just cover sword news, and we say not to use them. That's right. P.S. I've been mad for some reason all week at work, and Friday I was almost crying from laughter at the Spike Lee pic captions from Twitter. Thank you. I swear when my uncles would be working on their car with the hood popped up, that's exactly how my mama was staying watching them work. And shout out to the Firestarter crew. Yes. Yep. Love the Firestarter crew. Um, You know, like I said, my favorite podcast. Also, um a lot of uh captions were done uh i now have an instagram account and i learned how to do memes so uh i'm assuming that i'll be doing a lot of those because um i find that to be fun and uh even easier than just doing the uh captions on twitter and the funny part about it is that i think somebody asked you or something like that you was like nah i don't want an instagram account then i was well they didn't tell me i can make pictures of funny things and put words on them and then shit yeah i'm there i thought it was for looking at naked women destroy their professional lives that's what i thought i was there for <laughs> and because i've been on for a while i'm surprised to say that shit normally roger got all on top of shit before me so one of the things i got a request and i looked i say i think this is roger then and it was fun though i look and he right beside me i go you on instagram he go yeah i was like well i'm a i'm a like this because this is gonna be good yeah well you know with instagram it's different though because um i don't every time someone's ever sent me a link to instagram it's always been something terrible like hey y'all hey look at this picture of Kim kardashian i look in the comments it's like you fat ugly nigger loving bitch i'm like what why would i want to go here this is the fucking butthole of america i don't want to like the that. comment sections of youtube giving life i don't need to be here for this shit but if i knew you could just go on there and be like uh you know uh let me just put a picture up here and leave i would be fine with that but everything i heard was terrible shit um you know on uh what's the tea they do meanwhile on instagram mm-hmm, my favorite part of the show yeah i know that that's entertaining but it's not good for people to be doing that you know what i'm saying like it's always something fucked up like hey chloe kardashian posted a nice picture of her hugging lamar odom 
And then right under that it said, hey, you're a fucking bitch and both of you crackheads should die in a fire. Isn't that funny? And I'm like, that's no. funny, but I don't need to be a part of that. I like to watch that wanna... from a distance. I get my updates from Nick Jew. I, yeah, yeah, you know, I, that's that's the thing. Uh, I know uh, Reggie gave her a hard time and he be calling all wrong this week, this day. He called it everything but what it's supposed to be called. Right. And it's one of those things where I love it because she is out there doing a job on Instagram that I don't want to do. She's out there looking up them pics and sweating and doing the hard groundwork so that I could be entertained. Right, right. Well, like I said, it's always some reprehensible shit going on over there. But now I'm part of it. So you can follow me on Rod TBGWT. Um, and I think it's all one word. I don't think you could put spaces. So Rod TBGWT. Um, five stars from J Mail TBGWT. Really? Really? Long time listener, first time poster. I missed the cutoff to get this comment for the show number, but Tigolo, Fonte, or whatever his name is for an MC so talented, I mean, so talented, not sure why his name is so hard to figure out. And who is Lil Daddy? Why do I have... <laughs> <laughs> this person's confused. Why do I... <laughs> why do I have exchange foreign currency to listen to his music? <laughs> 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 Oh my God. I am very confused. Oh well, I'm a New Yorker who lived 10 years in Raleigh. Go Wolfpack. And Ronnie can remind me of everything I loved about the South. I now live back in Jersey and while living here, I stumbled upon TBGWT because Rod always called into my second favorite show and he always had something poignant to say, but in a very country way, which I love. So my last comment is this. Here are my top 10 podcasts. All right. Here we go. Top 10 guys. Number one. Should I do 10 to the bottom? Oh. Let's, let's do reverse. Uh, well, no, nah, I can't. I can't do it. Okay. Number one. TBGWT. Woo! Made first it. First spot. Number one. Woo! All day, son. In yes. your face of the podcast. We are the number one podcast of J-Mail. I wish we had box art like a movie theater. I'll just put that shit on the front. Like number one podcast of J-Mail. I know, right? J-Mail says TBGWT, number one. Want to pop them bottles? Mm Mm-hmm. Number two, Rachel Maddow slash Twib Radio. So Twib is in a tie with Rachel Maddow. Maddow. Mm. Mm. It's good company. Rachel Maddow is good. Yes. Like she is so good. I know she don't want me. I would, I'd let her hit this. That's <laughs> how, cause she has such integrity. She gets to the bottom of shit and she not scared of them, um, of them Republicans, dog. She will call your bullshit out. Nah. She'll give him the business. I respect she? the hell out of her, man. I'd let her hit it just off GP. Shout out to the chat room. Number three through 10. Who cares? Oh, so she didn't listen. I'm sorry. Every other podcast uh, that was you, over to be you own the list. Yeah. She, you just own, she just don't care. Now, the good thing about her not listening three to 10. If I was any other podcast, I would immediately say I'm number three. Of course. I'm oh, like, well, I, number three. Yeah, obviously, my shit is number, number three. three. And then, you know, the rest of y'all four through, you know, four through 10, mm-hmm. you know, since she ain't listed, you know, we right on the heels of Twib and Rachel Maddow and about to catch the black out tips. That's how I would frame it. Me too. You know, I, I would say something like on my movie poster for my new, for my podcast, I would be like the number three podcast of all time, according to J Mel. And they put an asterisk and at the bottom be like, not really confirmed what number if we're even on the ah! list. LOL. I absolutely love you guys. Thanks for being my Southern friend who never calls, but I always seem to know what's going on in their life. Peace, love and hair grease. Jay Boogie morning eating Mount Vernon morning, <laughs> morning eating morning <laughs> mo- money earning Mount Vernon bedside guy. Jay, 
thanks jay appreciate you, you sweetie um and we have last one mudman 2k writes five stars no shine tears this show has changed my life i love the way that this show is classily ratchet this is my radio hashtag that is all oh thank you sweetie oh and before you move on mm-hmm. if mm-hmm. you leave us i don't know about stitcher but for itunes if you leave us the review outside of the united states and this does include canada and mexico Mm-hmm. Let us know because iTunes is like, Mm-mm. if you ain't in the continental 50 United States, we don't see them. Mm-hmm. Yep. So make sure you guys do that. You got to let us know because then I can switch over to region code and all this shit. iTunes is very uh, nationalistic. Very. They make you stick to your place and nowhere else. So Nope. And a lot of people don't know that. And some of them are like, well, I left one from Europe. You you looking like, what? I can't see it. Yeah. Um. All right, man. We got comments on the episodes let's do it someone left a comment from last week about the episode we had fonte on astronaut jones says i caught this episode kind of late but it's crazy dope that y'all have fonte on the show and since y'all have your own fonte stories i wanted to share mine my freshman year of college little brother did a show in detroit and i got to interview them for the university newspaper i was supposed to interview them beforehand but when i met sean don who managed them he said we'd have to do it after so I got to do the interview with them on the tour bus with Fonte, Big Pool, Darian Brockington, and a couple other cats. Fonte kind of played me on the low because being 18 at the time, he asked me how old I was and gave me this look like, nigga, you look 12 or something. <laughs> <laughs> like you look like a little kid. <laughs> but it was all good and they were real open. But the best part was when this big dude, who I assume was either a homeboy security or both, told another dude to go find that white girl with the ass and tell her I said it's spoony time. Oh Lord, I don't even know what, I don't, I don't, I don't even know what that is. Sure enough, she popped up a few months, a few minutes later, one of the coolest nights I can remember. I don't know what spooty time is. Mm-mm. Um, but, uh. Yeah, if it's anything you know. like them descriptions that Jess Woods give, I don't want to know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we had another episode, uh, feedback show 618, the Cotex Fields, where Chill called in, talked about getting engaged and, how she's saving up money so they can get married in the Kotex fields. Um, congrats to chill. That is all from, uh, Howard. Um, uh, Wakanda's finest on the, on the, on the, uh, website. The poll was, is Blackfish the best comedy of the year? Uh, I have been promoting this movie, um, Blackfish so hard. About Tilikan? About Tilikan. Up Tilikan? Tilikan. See, see, I tear his name up. It just sounds black. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tilikan is uh uh was a black whale that was at um sea world and still was, is working yeah hard. yeah well now he's not working i don't think he's only a stud now he doesn't actually uh oh, he don't work no more yeah they don't let him in there with the trainers anymore because you know he kills them so oh, uh, for a while they let him in there they was like you know we got too much bad pub we gotta we gotta mm-mm. yeah i think it started off as a sympathetic documentary where you're supposed to be like oh my god the plight of the fish but for me <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, the arrogance of the whites. And uh, for me, it's just one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. Yes, just sir. Watching white people in denial about these killer fish being killer fish. That's uh, what they do. Kill is in the name. So is it the best comedy of the year? Yes. No. Or I haven't watched it yet. Yes. 30% of people think it's the best comedy of the year. It is greatness. 16% of people say no. So they must have liked to hang over three more. And 54% of people say, I haven't watched it yet. Shame on all of you. It's on Netflix. Watch that shit. No, no excuses, guys. I own it on DVD. It's greatness. 
prince laurent says blackfish is funny as shit that movie could double as django origin story i know he was killing the shit out them white folks after i watched it i changed the screensaver on my laptop to a picture of Tillicum bowing to the crowd I was sitting in a Harvard library and numerous individuals commented on the screen. The ironic part is that several white women stopped by and carried on a conversation with me. Apparently they did not learn a damn thing from the movie. They saw what happened to the other white women that got close to him. Tillicum is the new white girl bait. That's sad. Well, <laughs> hopefully you use that time. Works. Yeah. Hopefully you diluted the race, uh, when it came over, you know, get started on that project for 2014. D the KC <laughs> Stork says, Man, I saw you live tweeting this movie and decided to give it a look. I watched it at work. I work for an independent supported living program. So the clients have means that allow them to watch these shows. Anyway, I am the only person of color that works in the house. And the reaction that I had to these folks crawling their ass in that big ass fishbowl with this killer whale and my white counterparts was hilarious. These bastards that I worked with was sad for the fish while at the same time saying they wanted to go see them at SeaWorld. What the fuck? Oh. Right. It's that disconnect. Only, I feel like only white people have that disconnect. We're like, oh, this is so terrible. That regal fish trapped in a, a bathtub of water for the rest of his life. I really want to go see him do tricks. Yeah, what? I mean, I, I felt bad for the fish too, but I was like, a nigga, don't put your ass out there. I feel like your ancestors have to have owned people to feel like you want to go watch these slave fish do these tricks. You know what I mean? Like, how can you make that disconnect? I'm just like, I don't want to ever see this. This is terrible. Y'all need to let the fish go. Um, I wanted to start a campfire Negro spiritual, uh, <laughs> i.e. glory. Oh my Lord, 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 Lord. Oh Lord. <laughs> I want, I won't even put my, uh, hand in the, my kid's fish tank. Why the fuck would someone <laughs> want to crawl into a big ass fish tank with a 5,000 pound fish? Uh, I would not care if they, uh, were super friendly nine killer whales. No, sir. <laughs> not going, not getting close. Anyway, let these niggas, let these nigga fish swim free till they are allowed to prosper in the wild. May they continue to snatch these cheesy eaters up and drag them to the bottom of every fucking pool. Yeah, they're not gonna let them do that because uh they the judge ruled that they can't yeah, like be they in the pool with the fish anymore. Yeah, they, because they, you know the fish will kill them. Yeah, they actually had a law a law passed that they have to have a barrier, and T Roll is fighting that shit. We had episode six nineteen, Miss Super Nerd, where we had uh Yolanda, aka Miss Super Nerd, um on the show for the first time as a first time guest uh howard left a comment i'm sure it was thirsty uh while i didn't actually see what miss super nerd looked like till just now i still chatted her up on twitter and got her to come on my show now that <laughs> <laughs> he was on it with it howard is the thirstiest dude in the game period he like, be on it hands down hands down thirst his way to the top him. Now that I have a picture, it appears I'm going to have to do my show with her uh, with a six-pack of Gatorade to keep me from going full Sway, no doubt. Sway gets thirsty over white chicks. Either way, good episode, Rod. Well, Karen was here, too. Oh, I, I don't count. It's okay. <laughs> we, we, appreciate, we appreciate it, Howard. We um, do, Howard. You know, and yeah, make sure you bring your Gatorade and, uh, you know, anything that can parch your, your thirst uh, mm -hmm. when you interview her. Because obviously that's going to be uh, probably the thirstiest interview of the year. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's, it's the sheer Zamata doom from the start was our actual uh, poll for that episode. Because we talked about uh, Sashir Zamata, who was the first black 
woman to be on saturday night live in six years um and there's so much like media storms surrounding her that i really feel like she might be in trouble it might not even be that she can be you know like it might not have anything to do with how funny she is Mm -hmm. everyone has political agendas around her comedy before she can say a word you know yes they do and sometimes it takes a while to grow and find your role into the show and all Mm -hmm. this stuff and to find and a, writing a, and mm-hmm. all that stuff because it's not like they had an off season. She got thrown in literally in the middle of their season. Yep. Uh, yes, there's no way anyone can overcome all this controversy. No, she'll be fine. And I'm not watching Saturday Night Live either way. Yes, there's no way anyone can overcome all this controversy. Nine percent. No, she'll be just fine. Thirty five percent of people think, hey, she'll she'll get she'll do it. And 56% of people aren't going to watch Saturday Night Live either way. And I appreciate that honesty because I feel like a lot of people that are making a big stink about this don't, don't watch Saturday Night Live. They'll only watch it when she's on. Yep. They'll be dissatisfied in some some way that probably has nothing to do with her performance. Yes, sir. They'll write their think pieces and then they'll be uh, off of Saturday Night Live. They'll of course. Watch it again. Paul Andre Joseph. Uh, thanks for the uh, for the alcohol, my friend. Yes, sir. We received it. Yes, we did. Paul Andre Joseph, makeup fine malt liquors, says I'm happy for her success, but I still will not watch Saturday Night Live. Her addition and those two writers will not convince me that the show will be watchable. To me, good luck to her. Hopefully, she will parlay this into a bigger check. I um, hope so too. Yeah, hopefully, she does. And uh, you know, the other thing about this too is, you know, they added these writers. Um, they've um, you know, people, people, I think people with Saturday Night Live traditionally, you don't really know if Saturday Night Live was funny until Sunday when people send you these links to these skits. Yeah, and and that's how I determine if it's worth watching. And a lot of times when it comes to Saturday Night Live, I don't watch the whole episode. I go and use the clips of the shit that's funny. I'm not sitting there. How long the show? An hour? I'm not sitting there. It's longer than hours. Oh, well, like an hour and a half, two hours. Yeah, I'm not sitting two hours for, for, for four minutes. Yeah, and I don't even like most of the time the bands and live performances they have. I don't. Oh. I'm just there for the comedy anyway. Uh, Mudro says, who the fuck still watch Saturday Night Live? I'll wait. Okay, Mudro. Well, continue to wait. That, that's true. That, and, and the thing about it, especially a lot of people of color, most black people quit watching a very, very long time ago. I know some black people still do, mm-hmm. but that number has dwindled over, over the years. The next episode was episode 620, Kanye's ass whooping face. Ha <laughs> <laughs> So... Uh, we had, uh, the guests on this were the black astronauts crew. And we basically just discussed a bunch of different stuff, but, uh, we have some comments to get into first. Um, Wakanda's finest, Howard says, fun fact, there is a school here in Lansing named Sankofa. Woody Allen is a sick saltine. Wait, okay. Oh, cause we talked about the movie Sankofa. Yes. Okay. Woody Allen is a sick saltine. Uh, if I was Kanye, I wouldn't have come after that dude. I would have kissed her while grabbing that ass and yelled, where's your white woman? That's what I thought and kept it rolling. Come on, Gabby. Don't be that woman. He's an NBA player and you just gave him a hall pass in Miami, girl. Miami. I don't want to see your tears messing up Oprah's couch when one of his half Cuban, half Cuban love children is playing with the Gators in 18 years. Uh, and my mother didn't raise me to be a sorry black man. Rather, she raised me to be a flipper purified brother from with Dolomite swag. Uh, Howard, ah! you you okay? Maybe she tried to raise you to have Dolomite swag. It did not. You do not have Dolomite swag. No, you do don't, not. Sir. Don't don't ever repeat that to anyone. Mm-mm. That being said, I reconsidered the race dilution plan. I've gathered the darkest and most 
wesley pipe looking ass niggas to carry on the revolution operation dirty snow is underway revolution uh he also writes how much you want to bet woody allen is the main hollywood player silently keeping male blackball just a theory i guess he's talking about mel gibson mm-hmm. uh, i don't think anyone needs to silently keep mel gibson blackball no, after the that shit that himself. he said about yeah, jewish people 40, and shit. yeah mixtape number 45 yeah Prince Laurent says it's weird when you think about what Hollywood sees as important because we talked about the Golden Globes and how they did a tribute to Woody Allen, which struck everybody kind of as as odd because you know this dude's a pedophile kindish ish accused yes. pedophile accused pedophile definite marrier of his stepdaughter uh, adopted stepdaughter you can't hide that one yeah um so he says and his thing is like I was in love with her since she was like fifteen but I waited to touch her and get married to her till she was of age and it's like Oz, Oz, still creepy as fuck no matter how you twist that and odds are i don't believe you sir uh it's weird uh when you think about what hollywood sees is important every time i hear woody allen my next thought is soon ye hollywood provides protection for the people they consider great it's inappropriate to talk about woody allen roman polanski or mel gibson i don't think it's inappropriate to talk about mel anymore but i know what you mean the other thing with hollywood that's really weird and a lot of people do this contrarian bullshit anyway comedians do it all the time where you protect the person that did the fucked up thing to like just out of like some weird back like we are comrades in this point it's like no that person's a piece of shit and you wouldn't let them in your house so stop fucking lying come on now and pretending like you're you know any better than the rest of us uh but but you always have these people that are like you know well woody allen is also a genius and people make mistakes it's like no i'm okay with judging him on this mistake i am too black rob says single black mothers are the low-hanging fruit when it comes to social discussions because we had a uh who's the guy who writes those those really uninformed <laughs> what does that do dr boyce watkins yes yes that dude does not believe in research at, at all. all he just be writing shit i i guess he's he too cheap to hire people to inform him like sarah palin you yeah. just just doing shit just do shit then somebody tells you you're wrong and you don't actually put out an apology you go oh my bad he doesn't even all put right. my bad he doesn't yeah, even he do, don't that. Really do that much uh black rob says single black well he wrote an article by the way it was called like six ways to raise a sorry black man or something it was yeah, all about all single mamas yeah it's all about how everything's black women's fault he says single black mothers are the low-hanging fruit when it comes to social discussions it's easy to attack them and there aren't a lot of people who will come out and defend them it's like when they start writing about violent video games after a mass shooting in both circumstances it's just lazy writing because we know the issues are much more complex than simply single black mamas do better or video games cause gun violence ain't that the truth yep but that's how they pitch it um the poll for the episode was should kanye have gone down there and hit that guy um because i was saying how i could make i could understand the case for how it's politically incorrect and uh it's yes. not right and no. uh you, you should try to solve things with your words yes. and yes all that shit and mm-hmm. all that being all that aside i feel like if karen called me crying about some shit some dude did I'm hopping in the first thing smoking and beating somebody's ass probably minimum. I can't even like, I, I I would love to be more rational than that, but there's some things that you can't be rational about. Right. Mm-hmm. Or at least I can't be rational about. I'm sure other people can parse that shit and nuance it and get in there and really get to the guts of what's causing the problem. But me personally, whoop ass, ask questions later. So, um, <laughs> 
should he have gone down there yes 69 percent of our audience says yes he should have went down there 10 percent says nah he shouldn't have went down there 21 percent of people say they don't know which i would add to the no category because it's like when you get that call you either know or you don't know and if you don't know then that's no ain't that the truth you know what i'm saying so if you if you're like i gotta think about this then you're not yeah. gonna do shit Mm-mm. um all right so prince Laurent says this kanye shit was bound to happen at some point bound to happen i see what you did there prince Laurent. the interesting part is how certain people hesitate to call the 18 year old a man yes yes, yes a young That's white a man young white racist dude he is said a kid. man things he could take a man ass whooping yeah so young white racist dude is a kid trayvon martin's a menacing man. adult yeah all the people here at school think he said that shit but make sure to refer to him as a kid that dude probably has called kim a nigger lover and slept many times before and didn't see it as a big deal to say it to her in real life the media makes it a point that kim kardashian is not to be respected kanye really didn't have a choice any man would have been outraged if this happened to the woman they love even drake would have drake would have thrown a bottle or sent a bodyguard yeah and i, I mean for, in all fairness i'm not putting that totally on the media i think uh kim kardashian was behind the leaking of her sex tape i'm not fucking stupid um i also think that you know she's done things to kind of um put herself in a light where ignorant motherfuckers are going to be ignorant motherfuckers right that being said this the things that this person specifically said i think that shit happens whether she has a sex tape or not yes, i think it does. that shit happens whether uh she has a reality show or not yes it does if you know who she is and you, in hollywood and you know she dates black men there's gonna be some racist assholes who think that they can talk to her because she's a celebrity yes. they can talk to her any fucking way they want to like yes they you know, talk like to normal people like this so they feel like she ain't nobody special yeah they think it's basically like instagram and they can go on there and say whatever the fuck they want to and disappear and yeah and there won't be any repercussions you yeah know? he clicked like and the like smacked him right anything animal thug i mean anthony animal thug tatum writes in some people just think that their internet muscles can carry into the real world growing up that dude who ran his mouth too much recklessly was the dude who got beat up every summer i guess kanye proved if i knew what i knew in the past then i would have been blacked out on your ass (laughs) yeah he blacked out they say he punched him more than 30 times i believe that letting all that frustration (laughs) out man he probably thinking about uh all them white folks that like wouldn't um invest in his clothing line and all that shit you got you just got an ass whooping for years like when your mama whoop your ass she get back flashes of shit you did in the past mm-hmm. he got that type of ass whooping yeah i feel like he just walked up in there and <laughs> all those is just punches then that was him breathing after he put all the punches in him. took a little break to catch his breath more punches and punches 30 punches nigga that's a long <laughs> ass whooping that shit is like a killer instinct combo 30 uncontested punches i don't give a fuck who you are that, that true. and if you grown enough listen i know it's not right i don't give a fuck if you are grown enough to call me a nigger or call my wife a nigger lover to her face you are grown enough to catch these bows. I, uh, I don't even understand how it's complex. Yes, what about that? Don't people understand? How did anyone vote no in this poll? 
How did anyone even vote? I don't yes, know. Yes, I don't care who you are. And you know, and, and people that do shit like that never got their ass whooped. They never got their ass whooped because you take one or two good ass lickings, you be like, mm, I might need to keep these comments to myself because I might get punched in the fucking face. I would love to meet the people that voted no in this poll and see what I can get away in their presence. You know what I mean? Like just, hey man, your mama's a bitch. Nope, you said, you said, you said that you do not swing on people for shit like this. Anyway, bring that cunt in here and let's talk about her. Like there's no, you have a line. Everybody has a line. Everybody does. Like you fucking swing on me and, and fucking well deserved. Anyway, Mudro says, you gotta see that guy singing, man. Now I gotta go prove my love. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta go see that guy. Yeah. That's uh that's that five heartbeats. Anime Sparks just says, while I don't recommend violence, I think douchebag dick faces like this guy get what's coming to them. You can't hurl every slur in the book at someone and not expect that type of clap back. When the target of verbal onslaught, uh, onslaught is your significant other, it really does fall on you to respond, not necessarily with violence, but some sort of retaliation is necessary. Yeah, um, I'm sure other people can think of some better shit. Ass whooping. That's the most easiest, ah. accessible thing to my hands at the moment. Uh, <laughs> I don't understand. Like people, you can show up. That I'm serving you with a lawsuit for harassment, sir. Like cool, that's great. Smack him with your gloves. Y'all go out back and fucking shoot Rule a dude. Out. I am whooping that dude's ass. No questions asked. I don't even know how it comes to anything else. Anyway, Chuck Spears says, "Say what you want about white privilege. Young was looking for a payday." You know, see, this is the thing that I think is ridiculous. People that say the dude was looking to get paid. Now, he probably will get paid. Actually, he might not get paid. But um, because, like, Charles Barkley had something similar happen to him in a bar. He threw a dude through a plate glass window. That dude had to pay him. You know what I mean? One thing people forget about people with money is they don't always choose to, especially when provoked, they don't always choose to pay these people off. Mm-mm. Sometimes you, like, have a, you have enough money to fight. Yeah, sometimes they're like, you know what, you wrong. Mm-hmm. We I'm, and, and they're gonna take you know you taking them to court they'll counter sue you by the best lawyers and be like you know what i you're gonna deal with the shit i got to deal with and my lawyer's gonna eat your ass alive yeah like i honestly think people are trying to be so like conspiratorial with this shit but i don't think that 18 year old dude woke up left his house no. said how can i find kim kardashian today and cause kanye to beat me senseless so that i can get paid i don't think that was even a thought for him until days later when he got out of when he you know hours yeah. later whatever when he got his mind right he probably was like i guess i can sue this yeah but that's after he took that ass with me. yes and also the thing too is that people federal our celebrities deal with this shit all the time they deal with the shit the shit on the level that the average person just could not understand or could comprehend just the consistent negativity and they are people too and they get tired of people constantly saying anything doing anything treating them like they're not nobody and then turn around and want to stick their middle fingers up and sue them they get mad too like fuck you you know what i'm gonna sue your ass now you pay me for inconveniencing me and thinking you got the right to to say something just because you bought tickets to a goddamn movie or you bought tickets to a football game or basketball game you got the right you bought me fuck you say what you want about white privilege young was looking for a payday you know kanye is volatile and has got no sense if you can instigate kanye into giving you an ass whooping go for it get that money young man kanye should not have hit that dude kanye has too much to lose to go buck wild like this he should learn from snoop p diddy and others and get a bodyguard to handle his light work 
well even then you can lose uh, i believe it was the black ips where mm-hmm. like they got sued because they sent in like other people to fight on their behalf and perez hilton i believe sued them so it, it does, yeah you guys are looking for like these clever ways around the, the fact that the matter is uh sometimes people need their ass whooped and yes, that's do. that's the point of having that much money honestly because i bet you he'll never do that shit again you won't do it to Kim and Kanye again. No, he won't. The Casey Stork says that picture of him coming out of the office looks like some Jack Reacher type shit. It really did look like the front of an impossible white man box art for a movie. Uh, I hope he hit that son of a bitch with everything in a fucking office. I hope the bottom of those tens will put to good use. I don't give a shit if you got zero dollars in the bank or all the money in the world in the bank. That's another thing. People always talk about like, well, rich people going to lose money if they get in a fight. They have the money to lose. What yeah. about your broke ass? I, you don't got the money to lose. Right. You and you, he, and you know you wouldn't let this shit pass and you ain't got shit and you wouldn't let this pass because you're too far over the line. Unless you just really just like have the patience of Gandhi or some shit. Yeah. Which, which, which don't really. Yeah. Happen. I understand you're crying, honey. And I know you're distraught, but, uh, this guy's probably just trying to get money from us. So just let him call you a nigga lover. All right. I'll talk to you when you get home sure everything will be fine when you get here and you don't care i don't give a shit if you got zero dollars in the bank or all the money in the world in the bank people have to know you can't talk to a person's spouse that way and not the not get the gravity challenge matter of fact don't talk to any of the women in my family that way let me add five yeses to this vote yeah that's the thing man it's weird when people i don't know i guess yeah because people just feel differently about their I'm, I don't know. I don't and, know how and, you guys can do that. And, and, and the funny part about it, let's say it was reversed. Let's say this dude's wife walked in there and somebody made some comments towards his wife. Mm-hmm. He going to think that shit is cool. No, you're not. Yeah. I don't, I don't know how people are. I don't know. Y'all just better than me. I, I just chalk it up to y'all being better. Cause I, I could not understand how, I mean, like people have said stuff to us on the show and I don't even mind that because they're not really going to do shit and they're not mm-hmm. here. Nope. So if you want to call Karen a name, you want to call me a name. That's just part of us having public personality. But mm-hmm. if like I went to the doctor's office or you know, if I, if, I mm-hmm. if Karen was at the grocery store and she called me and said some fan said blah, 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 I'm on my way. Well, what is there to discuss? Like what kind of. Yeah, anyway, I don't know what kind of person you are to just be like, it's cool. You know, you just got to talk it out sometimes. Mm-hmm. Fuck that. Talk to these hands. Say, uh, Shay Baker comments on episode 521, Stay Scholarshipy, uh, where we talked about Juicy J's twerking, non-twerking scholarship debacle. Mm-hmm. This is an episode we did by ourselves. Uh, episode I should get an award for because <laughs> I was about to die when we did it uh shay says i'm just wondering if anyone discussed the possibility that juice and by the way i shay i want you to know i read this comment i wrote this down earlier and just forgot to cover it during the show but this was one of the things that i thought may have happened with the juicy j thing and actually uh and then i was like damn shay said it but yes i think this could have happened anyway I'm just wondering if anyone's discussing the possibility that Juicy J originally truly intended for it to be a scholarship based on twerking, then turned around and switched it up. I can imagine he has PR people who are aware of social media and the feminist mob. They may have tra- tapped him on the shoulder like, sir, you can't, you can't, you can't do that. You can't do this. Yeah. Is now see, I don't think it was PR motivated. This like my just, just speculation. I think he did have a twerking scholarship. Yes. I think however many thousands of girls lit sit in twerk videos and once you start going through videos and entries and shit the people that stand out are going to be the people who didn't 
it just gets yeah. to that point where you're like i'm looking for someone Probably thousands of videos yeah and it's not gonna be what well, the chick who clapped the ass the hardest is gonna be the chick that sounded the most uh you know how like different from the pack and i bet you the ladies who didn't twerk seem different from the majority of people that submitted true and then they probably he probably went out there and i think he just went too far during his uh speech went like you don't have to shake your ass for money well i think he went too far where he kind of shamed the Those women who women were twerking they like this is what you asked for right he kind of hurt their feelings or whatever and that's why you had a big reaction mm-hmm from some of those women now other women you had a big reaction because honestly they are against the entire idea of the contest and they're trying to front like well it's the outcome that pissed me off i don't believe those women I, they would have been pissed if he would have gave it to somebody for twerking too it would have been course, like yes they'd so been just giving, either way yeah you go to them fulfill patriarchy and man giving money for a woman as an object yeah he, yeah anyway um they may have tapped him on the shoulder like, sir, you can't do this. It's strange to me that after producing over a decade of misogynistic music that he would all of a sudden develop this strong moral compass. Just a thought. Uh, yeah, that's another thing, too. Like, uh, it's weird to me both ways. It's weird that one, this was a moral choice of she is better than these other women. Mm-hmm. Um, that's weird. But also par for the course. What a lot of people say, like, well, you made misogynistic music, so therefore you think all women ain't shit. That's not really true with a lot of misogynists. A lot of people think that a certain type of woman is better than the other type of women, um, which also adds to misogyny, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, the woman that shuts her mouth, cooks her food, goes to school, takes care of her man's dick. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Not even sucks the dick. Not even sexual shit. It's just, it's like a different type of, like, respect for like she is above the other women that you you know let suck your dick and fuck and dance with and all the women that you those women are different and lower than you can take to your mama right lower than these other women you know what i mean so this does kind of fit the mold just because juicy j raps about those other women um it's not like he would suddenly be like uh it's not i don't think this is outside of his moral code to deify women who go to school and talk a certain way and dress a certain way i think a lot of men who are misogynistic do exactly that mm-hmm. um so this makes sense it's part of the course for juicy j what would have been different for juicy j is uh for him to adopt the same uh moral code of all these people that wrote these think pieces who the fuck have you been listening to for the last 10 years because it definitely ain't been juicy j Mm -hmm. if you thought he was gonna make the sexually empowering choice of getting a twerker some money because he wanted to sexually empower them that's not why he would have done it if at all it would have just been like i'm going to give who i want to give the money because she was twerking and he wouldn't have mentioned a goddamn thing about some sexual empowerment or no uh equality he wasn't gonna bring that up anyway he's an ignorant ass nigga he's not gonna do that and the thing that people fail to realize he's doing with the motherfucking world star right right no one brings up world yeah it's like y'all y'all act like world star ain't the ratchetest ass motherfucking shit you could ever see in your life you lose brain cells every time you click on the goddamn video but yet you expect this man to be above making ignorant ass decisions no right the site that makes his money off of young black people fighting uh illegally and committing crimes y'all expect that site 
to somehow have a moral conscience and come on now a pro a pro woman agenda at some point like what what no. the what the fuck yeah, were y'all you smoking showing videos of dudes peeing on females yeah. and shit like that and you go y'all supposed to have standards <laughs> right, no! right. this makes no sense uh what condos finder says hip-hop doesn't cause gun violence in canada that was a dude who said <laughs> he had a radio show that said uh rap causes the violence in canada uh <laughs> <laughs> oh, that dude was the best he said <laughs> people out here hip-hopping he said hip-hopping <laughs> hip-hopping he said hip-hopping hip as oh, a verb he said old school you know when people are hip-hopping they're hip-hopping in canada now <laughs> Uh, have the, having the face of the Toronto rap scene be wheelchair Jimmy causes gun violence in Canada. Uh, okay. I don't think so. But the tickler says, people went looking for depth and nuance from Juicy J. Nigga, please let that fool continue to be his ratchet greatness. Right. Mm-hmm. Y'all ain't doing yeah. no fucking up the program yeah. for people that already fuck with Juicy J anyway. Yeah, just, just let him do his thing. Mm-hmm. The poll for the show was the Juicy J scholarship, good news, bad news. Man, who cares? It's Juicy J. Yep. 26% of people say it's good news. You know, at the end of the day, somebody got the scholarship that seemed to have, I mean, that's the thing. I didn't meet one person who had an objection to the lady who got the scholarship. scholarship. No, I don't have a problem either. Everybody was like, she got it. She's fine. She deserves it. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with her. She's a great candidate. That's right. And then they went on to talk about patriarchy and misogyny and shit. And it's like from Juicy J though, right? That, that's my whole point. Oh. Juicy J and Worldstar. Come oh. on now. Are we doing this? No, I guess we are. <laughs> like that would have been one of those moments where if the internet was a big ass room, I would have immediately walked out the room. Where it's just like, and now to talk about his patriarchy and misogyny, I'd be like, are we still talking about Juicy J? Uh, 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 All right, guys, I gotta go. I gotta yeah, go. I let, have, let me shut this door and lock yeah. it and keep. It I have video. porn to watch, and uh let me tell you, Siri is not gonna watch herself. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She sure ain't. <laughs> excellent, excellent operating system. Even better tits. Um. <laughs> <laughs> is it good news 26 percent, bad news 7 percent, and 67 percent of people say man who cares it's juicy j astronaut jones says i really had no issue with juicy j scholarship until i heard him announce the winner i get sick of people pe- always talking about the slut shaming and body shaming but i honestly feel like that's what he did he, yeah he did yes he did but astronaut jones i gotta ask do you listen to his music yeah because that's what, what his, his music, music is yes like i don't understand people try to like, gloss over that did y'all think like i want i, I feel like what's happening here There's is people don't, don't listen to his, his music. music no they don't and then they go on these long form the rants and it's like you didn't you've never heard of him have you because this doesn't even make sense have you heard just the song scholarship the song li- i'll play the song again I can't get enough of it anyway. Well, let me play the song. Yes. Get your money. Get your money. Good ratchetness. Get your money. Tell me what about this money. sounds empowering get in any money. fucking way. Get your money. Get your money. Get your money. Say you need some extra cash to pay for college with. with. And it just so happens I got a lot of it. Spin around a boat. While you do a split. split. By the end of the night, might earn you a scholarship. You a college kid. You a college kid. Like the clapper. All these bands, now these bitches wanna fuck with rappers. 
does this sound like uplifting empowering feminist music no No. this sounds like a dude that might have issues with women and how he sees them the the fucking song should be named slut shaming the song body shaming the song Ah. of course the album should be named that that's what they do like really it's if luke said i have a scholarship i wouldn't be like i need to try out for the luke scholarship it's gonna be some ignorant shit dog Mm -hmm. that's why ignorant shit the scholarship that's what y'all applied for and that's what people receive you know and the first thing the worst part about it is he made one of the least ignorant choices of the choices that were to be made because they were all bad choices i'm either gonna give it to somebody for shaking their ass which you know would have brought shame in a different light like oh this man giving away his money to women that are objectifying themselves or it would have been oh this man giving money won't give money to women that's objecting them he was done mm-hmm. he was done either way yes he was but ain't no rapping about uh chapters in here he's talking about bands and mm-hmm. fucking rappers in here we ain't talking about biology right he, no geometry in this yeah he ain't talking about nobody no, gpa no calculus this man's talking about mm. giving money to people shaking their ass. No butts and burners. okay that's that's i think that's enough to, to illustrate my point let's Come be honest guys. anyway uh but, but i honestly feel like that's what he did i think everyone know i do not feel like that is what he did mm-hmm. you don't honestly you are it's what he did it's the definition of it dude actually said i didn't want to waste the money on somebody twerking and that's what you get for shaking your ass like he was some sort of moral high ground come on now <laughs> he never had a problem with women shaking their ass to his music but when it comes to him shaking his ass before reading some contest rules he gets down look he looks down on them if that ain't shaming i don't know what it is it is shaming mm-hmm. we absolutely agree with you astronaut jones we do all we're saying is it's juicy J. that's yes. all i'm saying yes Matter of fact, I would go this far to say any man that goes by Juicy. Ah, yes. Any of them. No. No. They might have some issues, dog. He got issues with women. The same, it's the hip hop issues that a lot of people have with women, whereas she's good enough to shake her ass on this video. I would never marry a chick like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Jay-Z has shaken it up with a thousand video women before he did got his uh Beyonce. Yes, he did. And she could shake her ass in the video because she's the number one woman on the front of that shaking her ass. But she, if she was just Beyonce, the video dancer, he wouldn't have married her. Cause True. Because he, he got issues with women too. A lot of these niggas got issues. This is as old as American Pie uh, and as tasty. Uh-huh. we had the last episode of the week equally yoked which had our girls from whiskey wine and moonshine, moonshine. on it and uh-huh. tons of people turned out in the chat room and enjoyed that live of course got a you're couple your, comments your background dancers mm-hmm. looking lovely you know surrounded by loveliness mm-hmm. it's like look at me behold yes felt, you and all the ladies felt like juicy J. I was like y'all are gonna twerk for this no I'm just joking uh-huh. <laughs> then I said none of y'all deserve a scholarship all y'all get out <laughs> giving it to the woman that is the most ignorant 
which is probably me <laughs> so karen won the scholarship i know right uh wakanda's finest right saying i see kids with the th- like the thug toddler all the time at the bus station here in lansing the most disturbing thing i ever saw was this little girl that couldn't <sighs> this dude be trying to break the show every week man <sighs> care so much about the people man it must be a burden on you a heavy burden when a little girl that could couldn't have been older than two started dropping it like it was hot in the middle of the bus station while her mom and other adults laughed and cheered her on oh so sad <laughs> she's never gonna get a scholarship at this age ever now not one from juicy Dre. a two-year-old twerking in a diaper oh no the worst thing ever the- what is wrong with our people i don't know needless to say i was singing lift every voice and sing to myself on the bus to nurse my broken soul save me black jesus mm-hmm. one i don't think this happened but then two even if it did happen that's not the same as a thug toddler man are you serious mm-hmm. thug toddler was like they was like you a bitch bitch nigga be a bitch bitch say something back say you a bitch yeah bitch that's right adorable little black child you is a bitch <laughs> like it was completely different completely different i have little cousins and shit that have been twerking and joking around dancing and stuff there's nothing wrong with that and it's not necessarily sexual either it's a fucking two-year-old little girl there's nothing sexy about it it's just funny and there's nothing wrong with that nope now if they had her going out here talking about Nicki minaj lyrics and she was too okay i give you we a point talk. i would concede that or if they were saying shake your ass little bitch okay that's fucked up but if it's just her doing a little dance that's cool you know how many times my little cousin's done dance to ciara shit man come on bro <sighs> the people always got to be uplifted by everything <laughs> bill monty right saying another great episode ryan and karen it's always great to hear whiskey wine and moonshine on the show i do not think i do think the thug tyler should have been taken away from his parents though we should be consistent across the board and do the same thing to kids of all races yes yes white people that includes you too so these children aren't set up for societal failure see yeah that was the thing that i was conflicted on was like i guess you can't take the kid because you don't take away other people's children that are in similar situations, situations. that's issue that's issue if this was a standard that they did to everybody because like i said you see white white children doing this you see mm-hmm. actually you see children from all races doing this yeah well i mean well i specifically pointed to we have there's videos on youtube that have gotten like millions of hits yes sir of white kids like saying the n-word and shit and it's supposed to be funny like look at this white kid saying the n-word yeah, DSS say, ain't nigger, going, say nigger again <laughs> say D- nigger yeah dss ain't going to taking them kids come right, on right but somehow they take the black kids that being said i was like I'm conflicted because I think this kid it doesn't have a chance and they somebody should intervene. Like, this is not how you raise a kid. You can't be calling them a little bitch and making them, you a gangster, ain't you, little bitch? Like, no. What the fuck is wrong with you? Like, give give that kid to someone who can do something with I don't know, something. That cares. got to be something we can do. Anything better than that. Yes. Anyway, the Kanye Kim K discussion was an interesting discussion too, given that it indeed, it is indeed the call that every dude dreads to get one day because you really don't have a choice but to get ready to go whoop some ass, even if you're not that kind of guy. Also have to say that watching this recast of this also made my MacBook book crash with all the fine on the screen at that one time. Well, thank you. I mean, you know, I, <laughs> Been trying to keep myself up. I do some yes. coconut oil on my beard now. Yes, keeping it good and shiny. Mm-hmm. You know, I had just shaved uh, my head that morning. So, you know, I was uh, 
looking pretty good uh i really hated to crash a macbook like that but you know i woke up like this um <laughs> uh great show again Rodney karen looking forward to another great week of tbgwt um and uh we also got the poll which is should the thug tyler be taken away from his parents yes that was terrible no it was fine <laughs> i was just laughing at how i picked the words for the poll so the people that just don't think the kids should be taken away also had to think it was okay like no it was fine <laughs> i could i could have just put no and let them explain below but i was like no you you mean that you think it's okay uh this is a close poll so close Very. 52 percent of people thought it was terrible 48 percent of people thought it was okay mm-hmm. and the main sparkster says taken away from his parents these fools should never have been allowed to be parents in the first place i know that is all part of the greater cycle of poverty and street culture but when you're responsible for another life you lose the option of simply being a product of your environment the worst part most of us have seen this child we've known his parents and coming from a home like this we know where he's bound to end up more likely than not notice i didn't say all so i'm acknowledging that not everyone was raised in a household like this uh not everyone raised in a household like this turns out bad Mm-mm that's for the well actually crowd who make a living out of being intentionally obtuse and missing the entire point of whatever's being said to focus on the exception to the rule cases like this remind me of the case of the atlanta mother who got tasered at the strip mall a year or so ago oh i remember that that was the mm-hmm. worst and her little babies was there and shit and she was acting so ignorant these uh, are the type of family members who walk in the room smack you sh- smack your shit on the floor and then bow roll punch you in the chest for being a bitch but as much as I want to, I can't in full conscience suggest an actual parent test. Yeah, I like I like I said, you can't do it unless you solve for racism, uh, mm-hmm. sexism, uh, gender discrimination, mm-hmm. uh, as far as like uh, gender orientation. Like, is there's, there's no way to do a test mm-hmm. to see who can become a parent and who can't. But it's just like one of those moments where you're like, I wish we could solve the other problems of the world so we could get the parent test. So we could be like, no, it's not racist your ass can't be a parent acting like this stop acting like this and you can go have children but until then you are not able to push forward anything into our society we want to end the ignorance of your existence Ah! like it'll never happen but i wish i could just be the person to pull the trigger on uh wait a minute what'd you say nigger bitch yeah uh no kids for you get out you know what i mean like i just wish i could be that person i know it's impossible but if, if it was just judge rod sitting in for, like on a tv show where people just show up and go i'm ready to have some kids and i go okay let me see youtube videos uh is this you calling kim kardashian a nigger loving bitch yeah no kids get out no kids for you yeah yeah right zip his penis back up thanks like i wish i, could, ah, I had put, that power wrap it up and put it away yeah cut her fallopian tubes no kids but instead they've used that power in the past for evil which is shit like oh you're black and poor no kids <laughs> like what yep mm-hmm. <laughs> here's five hundred dollars don't ever talk to us again eugenics bitch i'm out peace yeah you black you black and poor we're gonna be sure you don't have kids without your knowledge right so anyway um regardless of its original intentions it would inevitably devolve into a monster of a gatekeeping thriving gatekeeper thriving in the dark power of the isms racism sexism classism ableism etc it will get ugly quick but yeah hopefully this next home will contain some genuine love and care was the video the worst thing we've seen kids to be exposed to not by any means but it is a sign that the child is in the overall shitty environment i only hope this poor boy isn't irreversibly fucked up yeah that was crazy man i hated seeing that video 
um we had some voicemails let me play those for everybody did you let me did you do the poll for people leaving comments on the tippies oh shit yeah uh let me check that that's a great point um give me a second um remind yeah. me after the voice i'll play the voicemails then we do it okay all right hello ron Karen. this is Steve from richard's out of Beaumont. hey guys hey man uh i was listening to your show um you were talking about that juicy chase thing man he had that competition with the ladies uh doing the dances and everything like that now i tell you what man i don't i don't really appreciate what he did okay because you know you antagonize these ladies you know saying that's not going to further your message or whatever you're trying to do now and just because a lady you know uh likes to dance and uh you know, shake her ass and all that does not mean that she doesn't deserve a college education. Hey, ladies, I tell you what, I put a whole lot of ladies through college in my day, I tell you that, because I visited some of them, uh, them, uh, they call them shake clubs, and I tell you what, I've helped, I have made maybe, uh, you know, about $10,000, not $50,000, but, uh, you know, maybe about ten thousand dollars, something like that. I put towards a late young lady's college education. Hey, I'm happy to do it. I tell you what, ladies, just keep on, uh, keep on dancing for me, and I, hey, I'll keep on <laughs> spending that money. Understand me, understand? Hey, it's Stevie Richards, hey guys, signing off. You ladies, keep on dancing. Hey, JCJ, stop antagonizing those ladies, okay? Hey, man, stop doing it. All right, thank it. All right. Well, um, thank you, Stephen <laughs> Richards. Uh, thanks for helping the community uh, with your charitable donations and stuff. Um, next voicemail. Uh-oh. Hey, Ron and Karen. It's Josh from, uh, I think, moved to Delaware, so not from my Vernon. Well, still from my Vernon, but from Delaware now. Um, calling about the Doug Tyler situation. Um, you guys give it a 25 on the fucking black people scale, because you guys talked about it. So it doesn't mean they would get a hundred just based off the fact that there was uh, some commentary on it. I don't know. Just going with the rules about that, and I guess me calling in would actually add to that as well. <laughs> um, but yeah, love the shows this week. Guys, keep doing what you're doing. Um, have a great week. Later. Uh, yeah, Josh, discussing it is not that doesn't add to it. What adds to it is if you get mad. mad. Yeah, angry. That's why shit jumps up. Like, a lot of times, Karen will chime in and forget <laughs> that it's fucking with black people. I will. My bad. And No, it's nothing to be ashamed of. And she'll get so upset that I just move it to 100 because it's like, if you get legitimately upset, then that's 100, you know? But if you just discuss it, I mean, why would we bring it up on the show with... If we weren't discussing it, I mean, that, by that definition, everything would get a hundred because we discuss every single fucking with black people that we bring up on the show, you know? So it's not like we just play it and then go 10, 25, and then just go to the next thing. We always go, uh, well, how is this fucking with black people? How bad is it? What are the elements? And then we give it a score. So, uh, yeah, it would be a, but it would be fucking with black people if I was just like, man, fuck this shit. Can't believe these motherfuckers got these kids out here. Like once you see my blood pressure rise, behind it um yes last voicemail hey how y'all doing uh black guys and tip family uh, this is travis calling from day county miami you know miami florida uh i love the show that you had with um uh black astronaut that was a that was a uh, that was a hilarious show man you had me laughing and rolling man but i was that's one of the top i gotta be one of the top what, 10 i think i heard so far and um 
Yeah, I agree with you. You're talking about Gabrielle Union, uh, along with, uh, Beyonce, uh, I agree with most of you said. I had a, I had, um, I argued with some coworkers, some female coworkers. They were saying like, oh, she should leave them and, uh, uh, find somebody else and he cheated on her. I mean, you know, I'm like, you know, if she leaves, why, why, why would she leave? She's been living a lifestyle, you know, going to fashion shows and living in the beach and, you know, now she got two, you know, she got a, a, a a, a championship ring and, you know, living that type of lifestyle, she's not going anywhere. You know, I, I, I understand she can leave, but she's not going to leave. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, you live that type of lifestyle and where's she going to go? She's going to go date a rapper or walk a flock or a Gucci man or some uh, another athlete. You know, she, you know, she did the right thing. She, she just going to say that she's not going nowhere, you know? And, um, you know, that's how it is. But I do what you said about that, man. But, uh, I heard you got the new Xbox, man. Uh, Hey, how the NBA, uh, how the NBA look on that, man? Uh, how the graphics look and, uh, let me know how it looks. So, uh, keep up the good work and, um, um, spreading the word around, y'all. Peace out. Peace. Uh, Karen, I couldn't understand everything he was saying. What, what was he saying before the part about the NBA games? Uh, from my understanding, he was talking about, uh, Gabby and mm. d-wade and he was saying that why would she leave you know she done got a ring from him you know because everybody's in the outrage up, wow. upset and, and outraged about it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah well i guess um it's one of those things man certain you certain people have certain standards man and if uh you know some people believe all this bullshit that you people say all the time um with the whole well look uh he's an nba player so if he's gonna cheat then that's what he can do some people really do believe that and they really do accept that this shit can happen and she might be okay with that um she may just be happy to be like hey i you know i got a famous man and i'm i'm good like i don't need uh anything further in my life um and no one knows or understands what's going on and and to be quite honest nobody knows and understands what's going on in anyone's personal relationship um it could be a lot of shit going on they could have an open relationship and he could have just got somebody pregnant by accident it could be uh you know whatever it could really be that they were broken up or something who knows um but if she's okay with it then that's what it is you know if they have decided to you know i think the thing that's weird is that they're so famous that they're releasing like press statements about their personal relationship but at the same time like it's also brilliant that they're getting in front of any scandal before it can happen you know they're just ahead of it so it's it's kind of weird you know it's a complex relationship i only take issue or i more so take issue when i hear people that go in on siobhan wade like she was some type of groupie jump off whatever the fuck and she's just a crazy person that yeah, not his deserves wife. yeah that deserved to be cheated on yeah, and have all this bad shit happen to her been there when before he got famous right. supporting him and all that shit yeah. and then, like i said it's i don't know it's it's just funny how nobody thinks the shit he did was foul to her yeah i won't rehash that whole state the whole thing again but you guys know how i feel about that that's the hypocrisy that really is weird to me um as far as gabby and i mean i don't really care i, I think it's mm-hmm. funny to make rants and go in on them mm-hmm. but it, it's really just jokes like they you know hopefully those kids are doing good uh hopefully you know things things are good in their household and and positive shit is happening for them man like i really don't wish any ill will on them but i just oh, find it either. i just find it funny the way people pick and choose like who's the quote-unquote good guy bad guy in these situations yes sir the tickler uh left comments on the 
the tippies man yeah, it's the second the annual tippies people are nominating uh folks that they would like to see uh get yeah. voted on in uh the yes. tippies of this year uh, yes. We had some new people get nominated uh, last week. Yes, and the polls will be open up to the end of the month, and you can nominate as much as you want, as often yeah. as you want. And the regular shows and the spinoff shows are all up, so uh, go back and listen. If you're not premium, this is a great chance to get premium to go and be able to listen to the episodes. Uh, the tickler says, best feedback caller, Stephen Richards. Best feedback emailer, Howard T. Smith. Wakanda's finest, Howard T. Smith, speaking of which, says best episode was 616, Black Batman. That is not in 2013. That is in 2014. So that episode can't qualify. Yeah, that's that's, that's next year. You were too early. Yeah, you're a little too early on that one. Uh, Best guest as a group, Clove and Shirley from uh, Chonilla. Yes. Best guest individual, my blurred boo, Amber P. Best moment, the Wesley Pipes quotes. I looked up that Janet Jackman video as soon as you mentioned it. Uh, yeah, that, that was, uh, the episode with the black astronauts from last year. That mm-hmm. does count. Mm-hmm. Uh, black, best random thought, Karen's porn labels. Natasha P says, best impression, riding Dresden's RG3 and McNabb impressions in Balls Deep Sports number 30. Best guest is an individual, Patrice C. Best guest is a group, Nick and Reggie, Chonilla. Uh, favorite new guest? Nick and Reggie Chonilla. That's confusing. Oh, Nick and no, Reggie. Two, yeah, two okay. different best guests. That makes sense. Remember, okay. you can nominate more than one. Okay, cool. Favorite new guest? The black, the black astronauts. Uh, ladies launch and whiskey wine and moonshine. Funniest moment? Karen's epic ether level Nintendo rant on the nerd off. Uh, yeah, let's <laughs> talk about that dead man. Tried to eulogize that man. She <laughs> usurped it and shit on his grave. The best feedback participant pits are Stephen L. Stephen Richards and L. Brothers. Uh, best episode, Dem Throne Season 301, Valar de Harris. Uh, best interview, Rise Interview with Sterling on Medium Talk. Man, a lot of people are promote, are, wow, a lot of people like that one. Uh, best argument, Chill versus Everyone regarding feminism and Vic versus Rod and Justice regarding Dwayne Wade on Balls Deep Sports 32. Uh, Keith from Dallas says, funniest moment, Rod getting off on Howard's lame ass. Which episode? <laughs> Rod going off on the dude bros and drops the mic. Rod going off on Greg and Abe. Hell, Rod, you've been putting in work, cuz. Best group, best group, uh, tastes like fried chicken. Best guest individual, Leonard Brothers. Best feedback participant is simple. Keith from Dallas, cuz. Funniest moment, Keith from Dallas, chill at Ultra Dolo, calling three way, uh, um, calling the show three way after LeBron and the Heat won the championship. Constant Ponder says, at first, I would have to give it to chill to tell a motherfucker suck your dick should be protected, uh, should be a right protected under the constitutional law. And since she does it in such a art, an artistic and eloquent manner, I must tip my hat to the artistry. However, gotta nominate my nigga Stephen Richards. Now that I know that like myself, he is a fine connoisseur of that mahogany punani, it makes him alright with me. Pontifex, Pontifex Snaximus says best guest individual Chris Lambert. And your hood lawyer, Shirley Wong, she says, best impressions, Rod and Justin is RG3 and McNabb on Balls Deep Sports. Best guest is an individual, Amber P. Best guest is a group, Black Astronauts Podcast Ladies Launch. Favorite new guest, uh, group of individual. She didn't put anybody, so. Uh, funniest moment, episode 587, uh, Medicine in the Glasses. Best feedback participant, Chill. Uh, best episode, 517, Genital Property Law. And best interview, uh, Kenny Gilbert on Lip Smacking Good. 
wait a minute 517 i think shirley was on that episode that was as as a lawyer i think she gave us legal counsel on the idea of if you are having sex with someone and they say it's yours why can't i bring that up in court you gave me that vagina ah! and i think that does give me some property rights some to way. that vagina okay so i feel like that is a verbal contract and ah! uh we should be able to legally uh you know act upon that in the court of law best argument balls d sports 32 rod and justice versus vic on d, uh d wade and Jameis. uh so there you go guys uh those are the newest of the nominations uh yep, keep voting uh, not vote but keep mm-hmm. uh giving suggestions here is the actual emails to wrap up the show almost notified um hey rod what up brother sean here happy new year's just turned 25 did i already read this one i don't remember just turned 25 january 5th when did i get this oh nine days i did read this never mind sorry okay next one constant ponder says feedback for the feedback show please don't blast dude on the show trying to explain the curse of ham however he is misinformed i just want i just want y'all to be in the know this is just miscellaneous shit to know um all right the hematic curse refers to a decree of noah ham one of noah's three sons saw noah in a naked and drunken state this pissed him off so he's supposed so he's suppository curse canaan suppository suppository case canaan the son of ham to be a servant genesis 9 20 through 27 the abrahamic belief system breaks down humanity as far as race goes that we descend to one of the three sons the shem came from shem came the jews arabs and other middle eastern people that should be debated depending on who you ask or that would be debated depending on who you ask from Japheth came the europeans persians and dravidians south asians from ham the people of the non-arab africa southeast and central asia the lds church not like unlike their protestant catholic predecessors used this as justification consider people of african origin subhuman i feel like this is a five percent of writing me yeah forgot 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 that's all i hear uh not unlike the protestant and the catholic predecessors used this as justification to consider people of african origin subhuman now the thing about Cain refers to a vampire mythos the masquerade <laughs> god cursed and marked Cain in the bible but there's little mention of the abrahamic text about his descendants i believe think about it brother think about it and how much you want for this weed message not sure google that shit if you care enough to want to know okay so that's on you brother you got to google that shit if you want ah. to know i'll write about the hematic curse but that's all you get for free now if you want to buy two nag champa incense bags it's two for 20 uh and uh there's 100 per bag and uh yeah. you smoke those good and uh it's good for your soul it helps you cheat shout out to chill is my firm belief that every time she tells someone to suck one of her mini dicks an angel gets their wings yeah <laughs> i think more like a demon gets his tails or something oh lord y'all keep making it do what it do y'all help my black ass stay awakening in good spirits while listening to the show at the third shift cubicle farm p.s tax season's almost here about to cop my premium subscription dog damn kids good for something other than crushing dreams and ambitions who knew peace and hair grease tbgwt well thanks costin ponder Thank you for this stay off the weed before writing us just try to go sober and then write us it's, it's fine um we had somebody uh portia wrote us about this story uh that we covered twice 
or that we already covered um but uh it was about the um the lady who was the racist police officer i'm not gonna read the emails but we did cover it man so mm-hmm. you know i obviously we covered it as a comedy podcast so i didn't get too serious into it but mm-hmm. we discussed it Peyton writes saying dancing classes fonte was right about dance classes i met my wife in the salsa class that's the shortest email ever and i understand brother keep doing it like you do for mudslinger you two are bringing in the new year strong i enjoyed the episode with all those ladies in it but they can't take the place of my karen between your show and the black astronauts podcast i've learned more about the inner workings of women of color in the past year than i have in my entire life one of my guests talked from uh about an episode when you were particularly enthusiastic about singing the guest the race song oh one of the guests okay uh i believe that was sojo said that i was singing it and she had accidentally left her um phone <laughs> Oh, uh, playing. playing in her office and apparently i i woke the whole the whole office um giving n- a warning <laughs> nigga it was the one time that i decided to eat alone in the corporate cafe at the peak of the lunch hour a blind man sat di- diagonally to me at an adjacent table i had one earbud in to listen to you and one out to hear the news right nigga i'm not sure if you felt the holy ghost of slavery pass or what but you didn't sing guess the race uh you didn't sing the bless the race uh wait you didn't sing the get the the race song nigga you screamed it so fucking loud that this black man paused mid you turned his head toward me like he could fucking see i couldn't turn my headphones down because i had food in my hands and i didn't yank the cord from my iphone in time the funny thing was that his guest the his guest could hear it because she was focused on the television. Oh, couldn't hear it because she was focused on the television. Man, he stared at me with the force closed blind <laughs> eye, man, blind man eyelids and rocked back and forth like Miss Sophia during her homecoming party in the color purple. <laughs> <laughs> now I know that he can't identify me physically or by my voice, but you, do you think he could recognize my smell? Um, <laughs> well, it depends, Mudslinger. What are you drinking? You wearing some, uh, like some sex panthers? cool water some shit that nobody fucks with no more like you roll around with that old spice they might they might know you that musk yeah i think that i may need to change the utterance and colognes for a while what it, why do you think thanks for another great week of shows um uh, i don't know what you need to do man um but uh thanks for listening to the show um all right that's it for today we'll be back tomorrow uh with amber p it's our guest uh see you guys at 10 a.m uh thank you for so much for coming out to the chat room we really enjoyed it thanks for everybody who donated every people that came and shared the show people that like us on facebook we have a facebook page i always forget to mention it um, and the google plus page yeah so all those people that continue to spread the word and leave us five star reviews and all that stuff Thank you so much. We appreciate it. Couldn't do it without you. We couldn't. We'll be back tomorrow, 10 a.m. with uh, Amber P. from the Black, Sexy, Geeky, and Mental Podcast. Until then, I love you. I love you too, baby.